Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Well, now, I didn't know this having that meeting. And I'm just preaching away on divine healing. Not a thing in the world about giving, because I'm going to lay hands on the sick. Suddenly, the Spirit of God came on me, and, and I don't know, afterwards, I wondered, you know, why in the world did And I ran down off the platform, and I sat down by a fella. And I said, you know, it's probably come out of my mouth. I started looking around and said, who said that? And I realized, I, I said, you know, they're trying to steal my money. <laughs> I said, you know, they said, well, we're going to take up the offer, you know. I mean, it all belongs to Brother Hagin, you know. And then they said, well, let's keep back part of it. That's too much. Couldn't find out he's the very dude that's doing it. <laughs> I noticed he turned every color but white. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagin. Today we continue this series, The Name of Jesus, Volume 2 by Kenneth E. Hagin. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagin's message. I remember back in those days, I was holding what we call revival meetings, you know, going from church to church. And a friend, a very fine pastor, I was visiting some kinfolks in his city, and he had left word with my kinfolks because they did it. They were not members, but they did attend his church frequently. And so he left word with them for me not to leave town without seeing him. And so I did go by and fellowship with him, and he wanted me to preach him a revival meeting. And I said to him, no, unless the Lord definitely spoke to me and told me to, I will not. Well, he looked at me, you know, in surprise. Well, why? I said, well, I don't want to insult you or make you feel bad, did anything on your part. But I said, I come to this city frequently to visit my kinfolks. Secondly, I preach one Sunday morning for you. Now, this city is dominated by certain kinds of devils, demons. People call them a lot of times that we're a conservative city. I said, really, they're stingy demons that dominate this city. And these stingy demons have got into the church. And I just don't want to have anything to do with them. And I remember he looked at me in surprise. He said, hadn't anybody said anything to you, have they? I said, no, no, nobody said anything. Well, he said, man, you've got it down exactly. He said, you see, I was called, elected to pastor this church, and the board made this agreement with me. That I would receive no set salary, but I would receive the Sunday morning tithes and offerings. Because this is many years ago. And even with all the Sunday morning tithe and offering, he didn't, he didn't have a whole lot. He needed more. But then the Sunday night offering, because the only payment they had was, was on the, they didn't have a payment on the church property, they built a new church. And the Sunday night and Wednesday night offering went to meet the expenses, which amply was doing. But you see, as he began to preach and the church began to grow, and the church will always grow when you follow Bible patterns. You see, the Bible said not to muzzle the oxen that treadeth out the corn. And if you'll read the context, when Paul said that, that's what he was talking about, was giving and talking about those that preach the gospel or should live of the gospel. Now, don't muzzle them. You see, many churches have cut off the blessings of God from their church. I remember a great Baptist preacher who's gone to be with the Lord. He said, I know we Baptists say you can't backslide, but I got enough sense to know that you're going to hell if you live wrong. And he was a leader of the movement, Southern Baptist. 
And he said, uh, we all, our church, our denomination backslid when we did two things. He was an old timer. When we kicked the altar bench out of the church, when we went into the religion business instead of the gospel business, and when we began to curtail offerings and put pastors on, just kept them down and preachers, you're going to get so much and that's all you're going to get. Well, this pastor said to me, the church began to grow. You see, others began to come. And so they had a meeting with him, you know, the board did then because the offerings were big, you know, of course they had plenty to pay all the bills. And they said, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We've changed. Well, the Bible said one of the characteristics of a spiritual pilgrim is he that swear to his own hurt and changeth not. And so they made that kind of agreement. They ought to stay with it. They're not spiritual pilgrims. They've let evil spirits get in. See, demons dominate people more than you think for. And so we're going to do this. We're just going to take all the offering, put a general fund. We're going to pay all bills and everything first, and then whatever's left you can have. Well, they purposely made some more bills so he wouldn't get much. I said, that's what I'm talking about. Those stingy demons have got into your church. I sensed them the minute I walked in. I'm not going to preach for you because you couldn't help them. Besides that, they wouldn't give me anything anyhow. They'd want to steal from me and out of my offerings. I was holding a meeting in the church and they made this deal with me, the pastor and the board that... Uh, every offering every night we'll take an offering and every offering is yours on Monday night we'll take an expense offering our expenses are very small our building's paid for all we've got is electric bill and in those days it wasn't very high those days are gone forever <laughs> and they had a little fuel bill uh, gas you see to heat the church and that wasn't very high Monday night offering will cover that every other offering is yours well they took an offering every night, just passed a plate, said this belongs to Brother Hagin, and the money was just rolling in. Now, I didn't know this. Pastor never said a word to me. I was in a, back by myself in a room praying. But one of the board members called a meeting. The pastor and the board members met, and he said, now that's just too much money. Brother Hagin's getting too much money. And he said, I don't think we need to say anything to anybody about it. We'll just go ahead and pass our plate like we've been doing and leave the impression that it's his, you see. But let's just give him $150 a week and we'll keep the rest of it in our treasury. Well, the pastor told me after it, he said, you know, one of the other board members who owned a place of business actually had a filling station, the garage and all, in connection with it. And he said, well, no. He said, I couldn't vote for that. He said, we, we're going to take it. We've already told people that it's Brother Hagin's offering. If we take it up for him and then we keep it, we'd be stealing. I'd just be like you coming by my filling station, holding it up, stealing. And no, I can't vote for that. And so they voted him down. Well, now, I didn't know this having that meeting. And I'm just preaching away on divine healing. Not a thing in the world about giving because I'm going to lay hands on the sick. Suddenly the Spirit of God came on me and, and I don't know, afterwards I wondered, you know, why in the world did, and I ran down off the platform and I sat down by a fella and I said, you know, I, it surprised me. Come out of my mouth. I started looking around and said, who said that? And I realized, I, I said, you know, they're trying to steal my money. 
I said, you know, they said, well, we're going to take up the offer, you know. I mean, it all belongs to Brother Hagin, you know. And then they said, well, let's keep back part of it. That's too much. Couldn't find out he's the very dude that's doing it. <laughs> I noticed he turned every color but white. And that pastor told me, I said, I'm so glad he didn't say, I didn't talk to you because he'd have thought I told you. No, the Spirit of God told off on him. See, demons can get a hold of people in a lot more ways than what people realize they can. Are you listening to me? Amen. Well, you'll find this, that Paul, in writing to the church at Ephesus, told them exactly where their combat was. Now, if we'd ever learned where our combat is, what a difference it would make. He said that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Now, quit fighting people and humans and fellow human beings. Our combat is not with flesh and blood. Amen. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against the powers, against the world rulers of this darkness. I'm reading another translation. We read the King James there to you just a while ago. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against uh, spiritual wickednesses or wicked spirits in the heavenlies or in high places. Now, Paul writing to the Colossians said concerning uh, one man who was a minister, Ephraim, who is one of you, a servant of Jesus Christ, or Christ Jesus saluteth you. He is with Paul. Always, now listen to this, always, listen to this, always striving for you in his prayer that ye may stand perfect and fully assured in all the will of God. Now notice that the word striving, he said that he was striving for you in his prayers. Talking about the Colossians. Now with whom was he struggling? With whom was he agonizing? Surely not with God the Father. Because the eternal purpose of God the Father is to bless men. We know that prayer cannot change God's purpose. Prayer does not change God. God doesn't change. The Bible said there's not even a shadow of turning with Him. He's always the same. Prayer changes things. It doesn't change God. Amen. Now, prayer may accelerate God, may speed him up a little bit. It may stir him up to come to our rescue. It may enlist his cooperation and sympathy and help in a time of need. But all through the Bible, there is breathed here and there the fact of a hidden force that is intelligently warring against the purpose of God. And that hidden force, of course, is the devil and demons and all of their activity. I can remember this in my own ministry. When God dealt with me several years ago was the last church I pastored, and I would set myself up in the church to pray sometimes and stay there two or three days at a time. Just not come out. Just fast and pray. 
And God dealt with me about ministry, and so I left that church and went out on the field. And I've been out there ever since. But I want to tell you that the first six or seven months of 1949, I fought more devils and more demons of hell in seven months' time than I had 15 years of ministry all put together. They ganged up on me. Because, you see, if they could have thwarted God's plan, they would have stopped what we're doing here, now, right now, you see. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the three-CD series by Ken Hagan, Don't Let Your Stress Become Distress. For $21, get this dynamic resource to start your new year off right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you're in the Oklahoma City area, come on out on, on Sunday night at 6 p.m. Enjoy the weekend and come and enjoy Sunday morning on Sunday night, 8921 Northwest Expressway, Oklahoma City. Yes, and so join us on Sunday night at 6 o'clock there in Oklahoma City. Are you trying to determine what your next step in life is? Are you called to ministry or just want a deeper knowledge of the Bible? Now is the time to take action. Join us at College Weekend at Rama Bible Training College this November 9th through 11th. Attend class sessions, meet with instructors and the dean, plus much more. Call 918-258-1588, extension 2238, or register online at rbtc.org. That number again is 918-258-1588, extension 2238, or online at rbtc.org. Don't wait. Make a decision that could change your life. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.